I'm Aaron Sagers, and this is Talking Strange. Aloha, spooky nerds, and welcome to Talking Strange, a paranormal pop culture show with the Den of Geek Network. I am your host, journalist, author, researcher of Weird Things, Aaron Sagers. You can also catch me as host of 28 Days Haunted on Netflix and the Travel Channel and Discovery Plus show Paranormal Caught on Camera. So today we have guest Harold Perrineau returning to the show. And uh, Harold, first off, I'm super happy to have him back. He's just such a damn delightful person to talk to and he has a great laugh uh just so uh congenial person and of course as an actor he became known for the show oz then as mercutio, mercutio in basil lerman's romeo and julia he was a link in matrix reloaded and revolutions he also is remembered for his work on sons of anarchy and the best man franchise of movies and then last year's tv series and personally i love his work on the canceled too soon show Constantine and of course as Michael on Lost. Now, when we spoke to Errol last year, he was just wrapping up the first season of the MGM Plus series from uh, MGM Plus formerly known as Epix, the streaming service. Now, airing Sundays from unravels the mystery of a nightmarish town that traps everyone who enters. It's as its unwilling residents fight to keep a sense of normalcy and search for a way out, they must also survive the threats of the surrounding forest, including terrifying creatures that come out when the sun goes down. And yet there's more to this little mystery box. In season two, hidden truths about the nature and origins of the town begin to emerge, even as life for its residents is plunged into chaos by the arrival of mysterious newcomers. And as it seems like there's more than just nocturnal monsters in the forest, but there's a larger force, a malevolent force at play. Now, Harold Harold Perrineau leads the cast, the ensemble cast, as Boyd, the town's reluctant sheriff. Just as an aside... Let me say that From is a really creepy and fun show. I'm, I, you really should not be sleeping on this. It's honestly surprising to me that it's not more well-known. I think if this was on another network, it would probably be the thing that everybody's talking about. I understand MGM Plus doesn't necessarily have the same following as Netflix, but they are putting out a great show. Uh, it's mysterious, but there does seem to be a plan in place, which admittedly became a big frustration with Lost. And again, I am a Losty. I, I loved it, but, you know, it became a frustration. Now, and we talk about this in the interview with Harold. It, From has elements of science fiction, fantasy, and it's got a lot of horror. It doesn't hold back on the truly scary monsters. In fact, the whole dang steer- series starts with this super scary and rule-breaking scene in season one, and I was hooked from there. The cast is really solid. Harold just does a really strong job of leading this, and there's a lot of other performers in it that uh, I hope to speak with soon because they're doing a great job on the show. So slight spoilers here. At the end of season one, this isn't really revealing too much, but at the end of season one, Boyd is on a quest to push beyond the forest 
filled with the nocturnal creatures, which we're kind of like zombies, kind of like vampires, actually more like vampires, but we're not calling them vampires. He's attacked by spires, spiders, Boyd is, a lot of spiders. He discovers this mysterious lighthouse. He gets pushed in this magical faraway tree, which is sort of this transporter uh, tree, and ends the season trapped in some shaft at the bottom of a shaft. It's very claustrophobic. Meanwhile, back in town, things have gone sideways just as a bus full of new strangers arrive at the diner at the center of town. Now, season two premiered on April 23rd, and it picked up the action with Boyd in the shaft trying to get out. And he hears this voice of an old man above him who offers to help him if he'll return the favor somehow. What Boyd doesn't know is that he's been transported to a shaft in some creepy ass medieval looking dungeon with an ancient looking man chained to the wall. I didn't expect that. uh, I I didn't expect this. I mean, I guess it's like nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition, uh, which is basically what this dungeon set seems to come from. But this is just such a quirky development on the show uh, in a a cool way. And then back in town, the bus full of newcomers push back on their arrival into creepy ass Hellsville population them. They're just so reluctant to embrace it. Okay, so I am being somewhat vague, leaving out some parts. But that's all the setup. Let's get to it. Here, playing, he plays Boyd, the Sheriff Boyd, on From, and we know and love him from Lost, Harold Perrineau. Hey, Aaron. How are you, sir? Hey, Harold. Good to see you again, man. You too, brother. How's, uh, how's life been for you, buddy? Um, Hey, man. It's been a very uh, interesting and exciting year. I mean... I guess like if you put the year together like a school year, not like, you know, it's like the, you know, you know how you put a school year together. It's like two different years. And so it's been really exciting. A lot of cool stuff. And from being one of the, you know, coolest things that's uh, that's about to happen, you know, on TV for me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting, fun year, man. How about you? I, I'm great, man. And, you know, I, I was excited. I guess I talked to you with the uh, leading up to the season finale of right. uh, from season one. And, you know, we, we chatted a lot about this thing, about this show. And at that time, it looked good, like you were getting a second season, but you never quite know. And then we have that that cliffhanger. Right. But heading into season, the second season of a show, especially when you're at the top of the call sheet, is there more confidence or more pressure for you? Um... Uh... Wow, interesting. Um, I, I don't think it's ever, it's interesting. It doesn't ever really feel like pressure because I feel, I feel really lucky. <laughs> like, I feel like, oh, snap, I get to do this? Bring it, let's go, let's go. And so that that part of it, um, you know, like we got another season, we got another season, it always feels like really fortunate. Um, um, so it doesn't feel like pressure. Um, but what was the other thing? Does it feel like pressure or? More confidence. Uh, 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 I think more confidence. Yeah, I think uh, I think we kind of know that we have a really great show. We know that we have an audience that really, really digs the show. We really, is, we trusted the writer and the production team before, but now we really lean on everybody and like trust. Like season two is so good, so fast and so crazy, like, and completely different. Not, com- I mean, it's the same show, but completely different than the first season. 
And so the confidence that, you know, we actually have a, a great little show and a great team uh, behind us and that we're confident that when you come, you'll, you'll really enjoy it. If you don't, it's just not your thing, but most people are going to enjoy it. Those things are really, 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 really exciting to be part of a, more than I, it feels like pressure ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, we spoke before about uh, you know, making comparisons to loss, and I think right. it's natural. Uh, but you also spoke about the need heading into the show to have a plan in an end game, and you said From has that. Now, yes. do you going into this this season? Are you rewarding viewers with that? Are you are you saying like, look, we're we're giving you payoffs here? We're going into the second season, and we're going to tell you how the show ends. Not at all. <laughs> so look, it's gonna like it's gonna answer some questions. It really, really is, and that's that's uh, that's really true. It's gonna answer some questions. The unfortunate thing is, we want you to stay on for the ride, so it's gonna pose many, many more. The, the the questions are just gonna shift a little in another direction, and um and it's gonna shift quickly. Um and so you know while like while I still feel really confident that John has a real ending, that he really, really does. I, I feel um, also confident that you're gonna enjoy the ride until we get there. And even though there's gonna be more questions, you won't feel, you won't feel overly frustrated. You'll feel frustrated. You'll be like, what is going on here? Like, like we feel in the cast. You'll feel like, I, I really wish I knew what was going on here, but you're having so much fun getting there that you're just gonna, you're gonna hang out. Like, I hope we have many, many more seasons because. I, I want to I want to know what that ending is. I personally want to know what John wrote for the ending. He's so good. I want to know how we how we get there. And when you say it's going to completely shift, you're talking about when it becomes a musical comedy show uh, midway through the season, right? Bro, did you see the whole season? No. <laughs> was I not supposed to spoil that? You weren't supposed to. Oh, thanks a lot. Eric. There you go. You well, I mean, assuming. Uh, I think we can we can say uh, Boyd is not going to be stuck in a hole for the entire season. How how did you kind of think about Boyd's arc this season? I mean, I wish I was interesting enough to be stuck in a hole for a season. Uh, <laughs> I just not that kind of show. Um, uh, I, I, you know, the the being stuck in that hole really is the when I said it shifts things, um, and. And, and if you just think about it, it makes sense. Boyd really, while he didn't know where they were or how to get out of there, he felt confident that he could get out of there. He'd been in enough crappy situations before that he figured like, I, I just gotta think my way through, methodically get there. I may have to make some shifts or whatever that is, but I can do this. But once you get pushed into a tree that sends you into some kind of cocoon, like, once that happens, like you now we don't know where we are. Now now we don't like we have no point of reference in our brain for how to even deal with this. And that's what happens to Boyd. The shift from that kind of confidence that he had, it's gone. Because now nothing makes sense. If if he thought it didn't make sense before, it's just gotten worse. Like from direct experience, like how did that thing just happen? And then things keep happening again and again you have questions about every little thing that happens from the time he's down in that well everything that happens after that is just like uh, i i don't understand and neither does he 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, the the thing with these mystery box kind of shows, which is it's good for drama, but it's also frustrating and, and anxiety inducing because so much could be cleared up if characters were just to speak to one another and be like, hey, what happened to you? This happened to me. That's crazy. Like, uh, you know, uh, there's a there's a portal over <laughs> here. And and I'm just, like you personally, would you be the guy that would be like, all right, I'm going to lay this all out for you all so we know what's happening so we can compare notes? Or do you think are you more of the guy that's going to hide his zombie bite, uh, you know, from the rest of the survivors? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I think John must have thought about that, right? Um, John, all right, I must have thought about, like, why don't they just all talk to each other? Um, and what, what, what you'll see in season two is it, it's happening. It's so immediate and so fast. You literally don't have time to talk to the other characters. Like, this, as soon as one thing happens, another thing is happening. And so you, you just don't have time to catch up because you're all kind of going on these sort of different journeys. And that's the thing that's set up a lot in season two. There are a number of different journeys. Like last year we saw Jade doing a thing and Jim trying to build a thing, but they were all kind of connected, right? Mm-hmm. Boyd's was a little bit of a secret because he was going out there with Sarah and nobody knew that, but they all knew he was going. This time, by the time when he gets back, and that might be a spoiler alert, when he gets back, there's just zero time to talk to anybody because it just keeps happening new. Something new keeps happening. It's, it's really great and it's really crazy, but I think that's the answer to that. Like, because like, you do feel that frustration. You're like, just tell, just tell Tabitha that this is what happened to you, yeah. but you don't have the chance because Tabitha is off on some other thing that she's got to get out of. So it's really, it's really cool. I'm not and you. we were sent the first five episodes and I'm not going to lean too heavily into those just i'm gonna avoid spoilers but it's it's not a spoiler to you know reveal that the bus showed up at the end of the last season and there are people on that bus we pick up right away with that um when you have a show that's heading into its second season or third season or whatever introducing new characters is as good it shakes things up but it's also a little bit tricky because you're messing with the established dynamics would you say that Boyd's interactions with these new characters, is it a big, does it contribute a lot? Do these characters contribute a lot to this season? They, they contribute like a, a whole lot. They contribute greatly. And I think in terms of Boyd, uh, you know, the biggest uh, contributing factor is Boyd himself. Boyd m- meeting the Boyd he the boy in the predicament he finds himself in, the boy with no answers. And so while he's still trying to be the sheriff, while he's still trying to be the guy who's in control and he can fix this, he, he, he really is, is, is sussing out that he really can't. And so then the new characters just serve to make it all even more um, a dynamic and tricky uh, because, you know, how are they going to trust him when apparently 
he doesn't even trust himself. And you can see it. It's written all over. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think, you know, him not being who he has always been in front of people who he's never met makes it really a, a real different uh, a playing field. You've played so many different types of characters and we've seen within genre these it would i think it's fair to say within genre we see a lot of these either chosen one messianic characters or maybe the you know it's all i guess joseph campbell uh his journey and all that but are you more attracted to the guy that's going to save the day the chosen one or the guy that might tear it all down as an actor which are you more attracted to? and with that said you even though boyd is a good guy you can also see him playing the tear it all down guy. Right. Right. Uh, I, I'm going to say like, um, uh, 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 I, I, you know, it, it can, it's, it's flashier and fun to play the guy who tears it all down. Like it's really flashy and fun. Um, but the more real I play those characters, the more I lose hope in humanity. This sounds mm. crazy. Cause I'm like, Wait, if I could do that, then anybody could. <laughs> and so I really am attracted to those to the people who who try to build it up because it gives me the audacity of hope in my own life. Do you know what I mean? Which is really yeah. crazy to say, like, oh, these these characters, these you know, fictional characters, uh, that that they can provide some kind of hope in your real life, and so. But they do for me, you know what I mean? And so at the end of the day, I really like playing those guys who who can fix things because we're already in a kind of messy situation just in the world. There's great things in the world, but it's kind of messy. So you, you like to believe that there's a possibility for something to be better. But the other ones are a lot of fun to play because you start really considering like, well, what if there is nothing else? What if there is my point of view? And so... You can then come up with lots of crazy ideas or reasons why you're doing whatever the horrible things are that you're doing. So, yeah, well, I, that- I mean, the reason I know Boyd isn't going to be the guy that tears it all down ultimately is that uh, the villain, if he if he went full villain, he would have better wardrobe and be more quaffed. Like you know, he would he'd better clothes. Uh, yeah, because you got to be stylish when you tear shit down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as we wrap things up, I, you know, we don't know exactly what we've seen so far. The world is being built. It's levels are being unlocked within from. So we don't know what these monsters are. We get to see more of a look at these monsters and other nefarious forces. And I'm thinking like, okay, I don't know if it's a ghost. I don't know if they're vampires or zombies or nefarious human puppet masters, but you personally, you Harold, like what kind of, triggers a little bit of a freak out thought process when you're experiencing elements in the show is it like is it like that idea of like a ghost that might freak you out a a vampire a zombie demons or nefarious kind of evil humans what's what's the stuff that freaks you out the stuff that freaks me out are look we can talk about ghosts and zombies and all that other stuff but the stuff that freaks me harold out is the nefarious human beings part um, you know, like uh, I tell people all the time, I grew up in Brooklyn. There are a lot of nefarious people, but I really get it. I know like sort of where they come from. I kind of see it. I'm a city kid. I understand it. I really do. But you put me in the suburbs or in the country town, 
I'm really a little nervous. And there are, there are aspects of what some of these things look like that actually trigger my own like, hey, what the hell's going on here? Uh, uh, could, could this turn into some really, really terrible, terrible shit for me? <laughs> like, like the human aspect of it is the thing that really, really scares me the most. Because, you know, you realize that people can be way more monsters than the monsters that we create in our mind. And so, in the, especially in these small little towns where nobody's watching. And so that, that, that scares me. That scares me personally a lot. So I, I, I hear you. You're preaching to the choir. Uh, <laughs> Harold, I, I know we're out of town, out of time, my friend. It's so good to see you and congratulations you. on the next season of this uh, of from and just everything else that's going on with you. Uh, just congrats, buddy. And I hope to talk to you again soon. Hey, my friend, it's always good to talk to you, Aaron. And uh, I look forward to it again. You're always a great guy to talk to. And that was Harold Perrineau, who stars on the series From, now in its second season, airing new episodes on the MGM Plus streaming service every Sunday. And in case you didn't know, MGM Plus was formerly known as Epix. Again, do not sleep on this series. Do check it out. It's a lot of fun, and it really scratches that that horror mystery vibe with, with fantasy elements in it, too. Just really there, this whole quest element. And this has been Talking Strange. If you have stories you'd like to share, hey, I want to hear from them. Uh, send it to Strange and Unusual Stories. Uh, as weird as it gets, send it to TalkingStrange at DenOfGeek.com. That's TalkingStrange at DenOfGeek.com. I'm Aaron Sagers, and until next time, be kind, stay spooky, and keep it weird. Talking Strange is a part of the Den of Geek Network, available wherever you listen to other podcasts. If you like what we're doing, share Talking Strange with your friends and fellow spooky nerds. And please, subscribe, rate, and leave a nice review. If you have a strange or paranormal story you would like to share with us, please email talkingstrange at denofgeek.com for a chance to have it read on a future episode. For video episodes of Talking Strange, check out twitch.tv slash denofgeektv and youtube.com slash denofgeekus. And please follow at TalkStrangePod on Twitter and at Aaron Sagers on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon for more paranormal pop culture content. Yeah.